Today on the show, I'm going to talk about the psychology of the chakra system and how to heal yourself using this system. And today we'll start off with the root chakra, the first chakra, the muladhara chakra. So please continue to rate, review, and share the podcast with a friend. If you know someone that you think would enjoy this, share it with them. Help me get the word out. And again, I'm sharing this content with you like I would normally do in my workshops. And what I ask from you is to make a contribution to the podcast. Give what you feel that you've gotten out of the podcast, a value-for-value contribution to show your support for the content that I'm providing you. You can go to the storyofmepodcast.com, and on the contact page, there's a donate button, and give what you feel you've gotten from the podcast. You can also go to the podcast website to submit your questions to be answered on the program. Okay, now let's get to it. Beautiful am I Bountiful am I Blissful am I Welcome to the story of me with Amarjit Singh. This is where my guests and I share personal stories from our life and explore the psychological insights that were learned from these experiences. Each story will entertain you as well as increase your understanding of your own psychological patterns. Then, through the principles of yoga psychology, you will learn how to overcome the resistance that is holding you back from living a more fulfilling life. Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I share my experiences in psychological understanding, interview guests, and answer listener questions. Now let's get started with the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding. Welcome to the show. For new listeners, my name is Amarjit Singh and I am your host. And for all listeners, welcome back. It's good to have you again. I hope everyone is doing well and that you're enjoying your summer, that you're enjoying the warm weather wherever you are. I'm in Arizona, so it's quite warm. It feels like you're walking on the sun at times. All right. So today I thought I would talk about the psychology of the chakra system with the intention of helping you learn how to diagnose and heal yourself from your habit patterns, from your karma, from any disease that you have, from any illness that you have, or any types of blocks, because it's all related. It all originates in the same place. What I highly recommend is to go to episode 10, which is how to heal yourself from habit patterns, illness, and disease, because I'm not going to get into the details of what I went through in this episode, but it will go very well with this episode that I'm doing today, the psychology of the chakra systems. And what I intend on doing is to do a seven-part series. So today will be the first part, and I'll work through the different chakras, today being the first, the root chakra, the muladhara chakra, and we'll talk about that. But in today's episode also, I want to talk about the psychology of the chakra system and how to use it 
to diagnose yourself. If you're going through difficulties in your life, uh, which everyone is at some point, or if you're having particular habit patterns that you're trying to heal yourself from, or maybe you have some physical injuries, or you have some diseases, or you have some issues with different aspects of the body, this is also for you. Because like I talked about in episode 10, that the psychology is what affects the physiology or the physical aspect of your being, right? The physical manifestation is just the projection of your psychology. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to give you some tools in order for you to be able to analyze your life and look at your experience and how it's being affected by your habit patterns and what aspects are related to this physical body and which areas of the physical body. So to begin with, let's really talk about what is the chakra system. So the word chakra in Sanskrit means wheel. And we can think of them as these energy vortexes that are spinning like disks of light. And they're situated along the spine. There are seven of them, and each is associated with one of the endocrine glands, as well as particular body parts and also aspects of the psychology. So the the chakras affect the part of the body where they are located and are connected by a system of pathways that carry the life force, energy, or the prana through these channels, which we call nadis. And when the chakra system is in balance, then the energy flows in a balanced way and all the psychological and physiological aspects of the particular chakra are balanced. However, for most people, there are imbalances. And, and what happens is one, of, one or more of the chakras may dominate your thoughts and your actions. And so then these imbalances eventually will cause some type of illness or some type of psychological issues or physical, physiological issues, because this is really how it works. We talked about this many times. And like I said, if you go to episode 10, it talks about how the psychology is manifested in the body. In fact, I gave uh, an example, I think, in many of the episodes uh, about a simple example of how anger is manifested in the physical body, right? And what happens is you observe something from one of your senses, whether you see something, you hear something, you taste something, you feel something, or even you think something, and then you have a reaction. And this reaction is based on your karma, your history, And this reaction, depending on what aspect of your psychology, will manifest in a particular aspect of the body. And so we talked about this with anger. What happens when you get angry is your your chest gets very tight. Maybe your heart starts to beat faster. Your breath starts to get deeper and harder. And why is that? And we talked about this, how everything is a vibration. Your whole body right now is vibrating. It's just a a bunch of atoms vibrating very fast, and they appear to be solid. And and so what is this thing we call anger or this emotion or these feelings, but just vibrations? 
And this vibration of anger resides in the area of the chest, in the heart chakra. And what happens is this vibration of anger is very dense, and it prevents or it inhibits the flow of prana, the life force that animates the lungs and the heart. It inhibits this life force going through these channels. And so then the heart has to beat harder in order to pump blood, and the lungs are unable to expand properly because of the vibration of anger is inhibiting the flow of prana to animate the lungs. And so this is how these vibrations of your psychology manifest in the framework of the body and inhibit the flow of prana to operate the organs and the body parts that are related to this chakra. And so that's why I said to go visit episode 10 to get a better understanding of this, because I'm not going to go into this detail of this aspect in this episode. But what I'm going to talk about then is the different chakras, and it's going to be a series. I want to do a seven-part series, today being the first part, where we just talk about the first chakra, the root chakra. And we can then use the chakra system to evaluate where our obstructions may be. Now, the whole point of life and of yoga is to cultivate sensitivity. I know I hear people all the time saying, oh, I'm overly sensitive. And this is not the issue. In fact, you want to be sensitive. And they condemn this by saying, oh, I'm overly sensitive. I'm too sensitive. And what they're really saying is they're too reactive. The goal of yoga is to become more sensitive, right? The whole goal of life is to go from the very coarse vibrations to the most subtle vibration, which is God. And so you're cultivating the sensitivity to tune in to the subtleties within. And so this is, this is what you're doing with yoga and with living a peaceful life, a harmonious life, is to learn how to cultivate the sensitivity. And so what you can do once you become super sensitive is to be able to feel the prana flowing through these chakra systems or flowing through the different organs or the different body parts and being able to connect to whether it's being inhibited by some obstruction that is based on your psychology. And so this is what we want to do is we want to really cultivate the sensitivity. Now, when people say they're overly sensitive or too sensitive, what they're really saying is they're too reactive and they need to learn to not react. And we've talked about this too in other episodes you can look at. But for this episode and for the series of seven episodes like this, what I'm going to do is talk about each chakra individually and how to then use the system to evaluate your life and to understand where these blocks reside in the physical body so then you can tune yourself into these aspects of the body and mind, and also then do yoga postures or meditations that are related to these chakras so that you can heal yourself or to at least balance the flow of energy through these channels. 
because if one of these chakras or, or more than one is dominant or out of balance, it will affect your life and you'll see it. As we talk about these, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. So this episode, we'll start with the first chakra. And we said there's seven chakras and these chakras are situated along the spine. Now we're going to begin with the root chakra, which is the Muladhara chakra. And this is the first chakra and it is located at the end of the spine between the anus and the sexual organs. This is also known as the root chakra. The element that is associated with this chakra is the earth. And this chakra is related to eliminations. Now we call this the earth chakra because this is also the qualities of the chakra have to do with how we are connected to this earthly world. It's your will to live, to survive, and your physical energy that is related to this chakra. The psychological function of this chakra is survival, and the orientation to self is self-preservation. The body parts that are related to this chakra are the legs, feet, bones, large intestine, colon, and your kidneys. And it's also the adrenal gland. So what this is related to is this feeling of being connected to this place that we're at, the earth, right? If you feel disconnected or you have a lot of fear or you're unable to relax or you lack the energy, the stamina, to move forward in your life, it's because of this chakra. And this is the chakra that you would want to work on. And it's also this feeling of not belonging, of having this difficulty in relaxing and feeling grounded. Because when it's functioning properly, we feel grounded, we feel, we feel this vitality, this physical vitality, where we're able to manifest our energy and move forward in life. And we can see, you know, the last year and a half or almost two years now, how much fear people have in this world, right? We can see this, uh, how they're reacting to the situation that's going on, and are they able to feel safe, to let go of this fear? Because, you know, you can't mitigate all risk out of life. You have to be able to deal with risk. You have to be able to deal with uncertainty. And if you're having difficulty with this, you can work on this first chakra to balance it so that it functions properly, so that you feel grounded, you feel this vitality for life, and you're able to move forward and not feeling that you're just trying to survive. Because if you have this feeling that you're just trying to survive and get by, it's because you're stuck in this this lower chakra, this first chakra. And, and the whole point of yoga is to raise your energy from the lower chakras to the higher chakras. In fact, uh, it's very interesting for those of you who are into uh, the psychiatrist Carl Jung. He gave a lecture in 1938 about the chakra system and how it's related to the evolution of humans in, in, in this lifetime, right? And as a baby, that you're dominated by the first, second, 
and third chakras. And, and in this life, it starts out the, the first chakra and then the second chakra when you do learn how to identify yourself as separate from what's going on. And what your the goal is, is to elevate your focus from the lower chakras to the higher chakras, to the heart chakra. And it's difficult to do that if the lower chakras are out of balance. And so this is where you want to begin to look at is how are these lower three chakras? And the focus today is on this first chakra. How can I feel safe in, in this world that is chaotic at times, that is uncertainty going on, especially now? How do I deal with this? And this is by working on this first chakra, by doing yoga exercises or yoga postures that are related to the first chakra. Because you want to have this chakra balance so that you feel secure, that you feel confident, that you're able to survive without this fear of uncertainty, and also then to learn self-acceptance. Because when this is operating properly, you feel grounded, you feel centered, you feel secure, you feel stable, and your eliminations are healthy. So if you're having difficulty with eliminations, this is another symptom that this chakra is out of balance. And this is what you want to do is to use this to diagnose where the imbalances are or where maybe a particular chakra is too dominant, right? And, and we see this a lot in, in when people are stuck in the lower chakras that their needs are more physical and their, their focus is more physical, and so the things that we can look at from the first chakra is fear, insecurity, life feels difficult, like it's a burden, and you feel that you don't belong on this earth, or you feel that you don't belong in your culture or in your family, and you're having these elimination problems, which then reduces the physical and mental resistance. And so you want to then do some yoga exercises that are related to this, to strengthen this aspect of your, your being. And we can get into the psychology of, okay, where does this fear come from? And where does this insecurity come from or not feeling like we belong? And we can say, yeah, this is related to your karma. It's related to your experiences in this lifetime or past lifetimes. And this is good to understand because we can see the habit patterns, but we can work on this. While we're working on the psychological, we can also work on the physical. And like I said, this is related to the lower body. It's related to the legs. It's related to the feet, to the kidneys, to the large intestine, the bones, the colon. And so if you're having issues with these aspects of your body, then we can say that maybe there's an imbalance there and we need to work on this imbalance. And for those kundalini yogis who are listening, you can work on the crow pose or the chair pose or body drops or frog pose. The mula bond is very good for the root chakra, right? For those of you that know the different body locks, the mula bond is the most common body lock that we, we use to control the eliminating energy, to control the apana when we're doing some different meditations or 
kriyas or exercises. And so this is just a sample, but there are many postures or asanas that you can work on to strengthen or to balance the root chakra. And so what I suggest, if you have any of these issues that we talked about, any fear, insecurity, or the difficulties of life, or elimination problems, or or problems with your legs or your feet, right? All these different ways of looking at it, then we can understand, well, how does this relate to my psychology? How does this relate to what you're experiencing in your life? And this is how to really connect the psychological with the physical, because it's not separate. The psychology affects your physiology, and this is how it is manifest in the body by these vibrations that we call emotions or these feelings, and often they're so subtle that we're unaware of them, but we have obstructions. We maybe are not as flexible in certain aspects of the body that are related to this chakra or that chakra, depending on our psychology. We always think that it's, oh, if I can just do this more, I'll become more flexible. But it really begins with the mind. The more flexible the body, the more flexible the mind. And so you can work it from two ways. One is through the mind and through understanding, okay, I have this fear or this insecurity, and this is creating this habit pattern for me. And then I can see how this is manifesting in my physical body. Right? I'm having difficulty with my feet or my legs or a particular organ, and I need to work on balancing this physically and also psychologically. And so this is how I recommend that you use this to evaluate your psychology is through this physical aspect. Do you have these psychological blocks? Do you have these imbalances that are creating this imbalance in the functioning of the the chakras, this particular chakra, or the flow of the vital energy, the prana flowing through it in the root chakra? And so the psychological function, again, is to look at how am I surviving? Am I thriving or am I holding on with fear and unable to manifest my life? How is my energy? Am I able to focus my energy to move through life or am I having difficulty? Do I feel I don't belong? And how do I get to this place in life where I feel grounded, where I feel that no matter what happens, nothing is going to push me over? No matter how hard life becomes or how difficult things are, I am physically vital and I am grounded and nothing is going to cause this imbalance. And so this is what you look at with the first chakra. So examine this for yourself through the the psychological aspect and also the physical aspect of the first chakra and see how you connect to these things. Do you feel imbalanced or balanced? And then work on this. And like I said, some people are, are, are... imbalanced in the way that the energy that's going through there is not so strong and they need to strengthen this area. And then there's other people where maybe this is the dominant chakra. And so then everything is focused on this survival. And so what we want in life is we want balance with all these different 
areas of the body and of the mind. And so work on this. Work on this aspect of you so that you can feel grounded and you can feel that no matter what happens in this world, that you'll be able to deal with it and feel connected to being here and being wherever you are. I will do an episode on each chakra, so we have six more episodes related to this theme. They may not be in any particular order. I may do other episodes in between these, but I will go through the different chakras the same way and trying to understand how to evaluate your disposition physically and mentally to understand where the imbalances may be and then how to correct them. I'd like to tell you about Sing Flutes. These are flutes that are made by me. They're handcrafted Native American-style flutes designed for sound healing. The flutes are tuned to the frequency of 432 hertz, the harmonic intonation of nature. The fundamental note of each flute is in a key to vibrate a particular chakra. Whether you are playing for others or yourself, listening to 432 hertz music resonates inside the body. In fact, they did a medical study where they hooked people up to a brain and heart monitor and played different instruments to them. The Native American style flute had the most impact in relaxing them. If you're a yoga teacher, it's a great instrument to incorporate into your classes. What I do is I have an app on my iPad that has the sounds of nature, and I'll put on the sounds of rain and play over this to the students at the end of the class. It's a very intuitive instrument to play. There's no musical knowledge necessary to get started. Each flute is unique since they're handmade. I put different artwork on them. I put mantras on them related to the chakras that they're tuned to. So go check them out at singflutes.com, S-I-N-G-H-F-L-U-T-E-S.com. Use the discount code, the story of me podcast and get 10% off. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the program. Again, please rate, review, and share the podcast with your friends. Help me get the word out. And if you're enjoying the content that I'm providing for you, please make a donation uh, that represents how much you feel you've gotten from the podcast. And again, you can submit your questions to the program and go to the storyofmepodcast.com. Until the next time, from the podcast that awakens your inner power through awareness and understanding, allow love to be the current that carries your words and actions. <laughs>